from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Our captain, Jordan Stahl, is back. That's right. Our captain, Jordan Stahl, is back. I had no doubts that a deal was going to get done. If you missed the news yesterday, it dropped yesterday at about 11 o'clock, 11.15 yesterday morning. Jordan Stahl, the captain of the Carolina Hurricanes, agreed to a four-year contract extension with the Carolina Hurricanes. He was set to be a free agent this coming Saturday on July 1st. Agrees to a four-year contract with the Carolina Hurricanes. Comes back, four-year extension at $2.9 million per year. So the, the total value of the contract, $11.6 million. Why is this significant? Well, a multitude of reasons. The biggest one being... Your captain is back. Your captain is back. And that is honestly the most important thing for this Carolina Hurricanes team moving forward is that he is back and that he is with the organization for the next four years. There's value in having stability with your leadership, whether it comes from your head coach, uh, your captains, whatever it might be. Having that core group of your leadership there is important because we all know in the world of sports, there's turnover every single year. We talked to Don Waddell, the president and general manager of the Carolina Hurricanes, just a matter of a couple weeks ago, and we asked him, hey, how many new players could we potentially see on this roster from last year going into this year? And he said we might see somewhere between five, six new guys on the roster. With that turnover, you have to still have stability when it comes to leadership and the establishment in terms of the culture of your locker room. And we always hear about the Carolina Hurricanes and the culture that Rob Brindamore has set. Well, who do you think that number two guy is right there behind Rob Brindamore? It's your captain, Jordan Stahl. Him being in that locker room, him being in that lineup, he's the guy that drives the bus for those guys on the ice. He holds everyone else accountable. And you know what? He still does things the right way both on the ice and off the ice. We hear about the conditioning of the Carolina Hurricanes at all times and the two of the guys that actually passed the conditioning test with flying colors and usually are the most in shape, we heard this past season, Brent Burns and Jordan Stahl. So if you know that your captain, no matter what his age is, he's 34 going on 35, no matter what his age is, Chris Lee, knowing that you have your captain in place for a team that's still overall pretty young is important and invaluable for this franchise. Absolutely. Um, you know, Paul and I, Hander and I talked about this a little bit on uh, this past Friday. Um, here on the afternoons, and uh, we were both saying that, hey, we would rather have Jordan Stahl here, but also we just weren't sure what he was asking for. Now we know what he's going to be making, mm -hmm. but if it was going to be for that $6 million mark, then we were hoping that maybe already with the length of time that Rod Brennamore has already been in, maybe somebody else is already ready to be uh, captain just in case he was wanting some money that the Carolina Hurricanes just can't pay him at this stage in his career. Well, it looks like they got that part figured out. You keep that guy there, keep that stability uh, with uh, the captain that you've had for the last 10 years uh, and well, the last five years under uh, Rod Brendamore, and now everything's good. So I'm, I'm so happy that they got this together and this worked out and that things weren't at an impasse uh, as it was were reported on uh, Friday. Yeah, I saw that last week when I was out that like impasse. I was like, that dude's not going anywhere. Like, let's <laughs> let's call it with like that dude's not going anywhere. Like, there, my guess is that they're trying to figure out some of the finer details. For example, his contract has a no movement clause in it until August of 2026, which then becomes a full no trade clause. So a no movement clause is that. 
he can't get sent down to the minors. He can't be placed on waivers. And if there is an expansion draft, he can't be left open unless unless he gives permission to be left open for an expansion draft. So you have to protect him in that regard. So that's what a no-movement clause is. And then August 2026, I think August 15, 2026, I saw, is that it becomes a full no-trade clause. So basically going into that final year of that contract, there's a no-trade clause. So if they do want to trade him, they got to do it within the next couple of years, which I can't imagine them doing. Again, he's the captain, the leadership that he brings. He still put up pretty decent numbers, 17 goals, 17 assists last season, and his durability as well. He played in 81 games. He didn't play in 82, Chris, because he had to miss one game due to a personal a personal reason. So it's not like he was injured. The guy's a tank, and he's valuable to your franchise in terms of what he does defensively and everything that uh, he provides in terms of penalty kills and that such. You don't need him to, to go out there and score 60 goals. <laughs> if he does, great. I'm not going to hold back or score 60 points. It is I'm not going to turn that down, but that's not where his value lies. No, absolutely. Um, and I know that the Carolina Hurricanes need – uh, a little bit more scoring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so um, I'm you know, on that I was bandwagon. Kind of, I, I, I was uh, on the. I was on the the. I was on the uh, possibility of look if they end up do if they end up getting rid of him for another person who can come in and bring scoring. Okay, uh, we knew that we we're gonna have to say some hard goodbyes. No, yeah, but uh, I'm glad that this is not the goodbye here. Um, because you know he is valuable and it's more than just what he puts on the ice, as you just said. It's it's what he does off the ice as well and how he kind of keeps his team together. We'll dive more into what Jordan Stahl had to say yesterday about wanting to finish his career in Carolina here in Raleigh with the Carolina Hurricanes. But something that we saw yesterday, Chris, really starting to float around, and we saw more about it this morning. Apparently the Hurricanes are looking to bring back defenseman Tony D'Angelo. That's right, Tony D'Angelo, defenseman that played just one season with the Carolina Hurricanes in 2021-2022, put up over 50 points, was a plus 30 player defensively. Now, he's paired up on a top pair with with Jacob Slavin, but in the offseason, he was a restricted free agent a year ago. They traded him away his rights to the Philadelphia Flyers for three picks, a second, a third, and a fourth, and he signs a two-year contract for $10 million total, $5 million per year with the Philadelphia Flyers, Chris. But it looks like the Flyers are just trying to completely retool everything about their lineup. They're looking to send Carolina D'Angelo back while Philadelphia is actually going to keep about half of his salary, but it did hit a snag, Chris. Hit a snag, but here's one of the things I have to say. Like, Don Mm -hmm. Waddell, if he's able to pull this off, if the the NHL says, yeah, this can go on, like, he is just one of the best GMs that's just out there because oh, yeah. how do you trade a guy away, get some draft picks for him, and then the team that you traded him to will want to trade him back to you and still pay half of his salary yeah. that they signed him to that you weren't even on the hook for uh, in the beginning. So it's 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 still it's just amazing if that ends up happening. But uh, as you said, yes, the the trade has hit a snag uh, because of that very reason because he was with the Carolina Hurricanes just a year ago. NHL has to go in and try to. Um, Try to see if this is going to be uh, with within the CBA, within the rules of the CBA. So, yeah, the, the rules of language in the, in the collective bargaining agreement states that uh, a player returning within 12 months, especially with retained salary, might be looked at as a possibly like circumvention of like the salary cap and things along those yeah. lines. So yeah. the, the contention for the Carolina Hurricanes is that when they traded D'Angelo's rights to the Flyers, the Flyers had signed him to that contract extension. Right. Not, it wasn't like a sign-and-trade type situation, but it was the situation where a different general manager at the time with the Philadelphia Flyers was the one that signed him, traded for him, signed him. He got fired, 
And this new general manager is coming in being like, we want to move off from this guy. Tony D'Angelo knows, obviously knows Carolina having played here the previous season. And if you know what, if you could do it where you could basically rent Tony D'Angelo for a one-year rental for $2.5 million, a guy that can play on your third defense pair and also quarterback your second power play unit, and you don't have to worry about him matching up against other teams' top six forwards. In terms of building depth, in terms of on-the-ice stuff, we'll get to off-the-ice in a bit, but in terms of on-the-ice stuff, there's value in that. There really is because this team – Still needs that with Shane Gossespierre likely going to be gone in free agency. The team still does need someone that can be on that third pair and quarterback a second power play unit, Chris. Yeah, and uh, as you said, there there's a few people who have uh, things to feel about this, whether it's on the ice or off the ice. And uh, this will make what four right-handed defensemen for uh, the Carolina Hurricanes, mm-hmm. which means that somebody might be on the move if this is uh, this is the case, and so. A lot of folks are probably thinking, me and you talked about this, maybe this does mean the end of Brett Pesci uh, with the Carolina Hurricanes. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So we, we talked about in the last segment, Chris, there was a report this this weekend that the Carolina Hurricanes were looking to trade for defenseman Tony D'Angelo, who played with the team in 2021-2022. He played that one season with the Carolina Hurricanes. He was a restricted free agent. His they weren't able to agree to terms, the Canes and D'Angelo, in terms of a contract extension. So they traded his rights to the Philadelphia Flyers. They got three draft picks in return. He'd signed a two-year, $10 million contract with the Flyers before last season. Well, fires the Flyers fired their general manager. That also means the new GM wants to come in, clean house, get rid of some guys. Well, he wants to get rid of Tony D'Angelo. So looking to send him back to Carolina – To me, when I first saw this story, was that if the Carolina Hurricanes are willing to trade back for Tony D'Angelo at a cheap price, if the the Flyers keep half his salary, that indicated to me that Brett Pesci is going to be gone, that they found a trade partner for Brett Pesci and that Brett Pesci is going to be out the door. Otherwise, you're going to have a log jam and a backlog of right-handed puck-moving defensemen. And we saw last week, Chris, the reports that Brett Pesci might be on the move. And to me... This all but confirmed it in my eyes when I saw this report. I'm with you uh, because you and know, it sucks. I don't want to see Brett Pesci go. I, I don't either. And and honestly, like you know, Tony D'Angelo did a fine job when he was here with the Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah, uh, but he's not Brett Pesci, no. right? Like, so you are taking a step down uh, by replacing Brett Pesci with Tony D'Angelo. Uh, so that's that's one reason to to you know think that this is a possibility. Another reason. Uh, to think that this is a possibility is the fact that, um, you know, as, as you mentioned, the log jam that's there, mm-hmm. um, you know, why, why would the team need to bring him back? Why would the team need to go backwards when you were just in a situation where uh, a year after this, head, uh, Don Waddell, excuse me, the, not head coach, I was going to say head coach, the general manager, Don Waddell said mm-hmm. this is the best roster 
that the team has put together, speaking of the 2022-2023 team, it's a year after Tony D'Angelo was there. So if you're going to go backwards with that, then that means that, that you're wanting to get somebody that you're already comfortable with because somebody else that you're comfortable with may not be there anymore. And uh, when me and you spoke about this this morning, it just it seemed to be a confirmation that, you know, maybe we're not going to see uh, Brett Pesci uh, too much longer. Yeah, it, it was the first thing that popped into my head because if you're not – we and I had this conversation last week. If you're not able to work out a long-term contract with Brett Pesci, do you move him to get something valuable in return? Brett Pesci is going into the final year of his contract, makes just a shade over $4 million a year. He's 28 years old. There's a big-time market for a guy like Brett Pesci, Absolutely. a guy you can play in your top four, and he's a right-handed shot who has offensive upside as well. There's demand for guys like that. Now, Absolutely. here's the thing. Carolina can afford to make this move in the sense that you could slide Jalen Chatfield up from that third defensive pair up to where Brett Pesci played alongside Brady Shea. And I, honestly, I don't think you miss a beat in your top four, and that's a compliment to, to Jalen Chatfield and what he showed last season uh, in his first year, in the full year in the NHL. I, I, you don't miss a beat. And also, you could probably look to sign a contract extension with Jalen Chatfield this offseason as well. He's eligible uh, for an extension. So you, you couple that with the sense that you also add in D'Angelo to be that third-pair defenseman on the right side. And guess what? You could play him 10, 12 minutes a night. You can just make sure he's out there when the other team's fourth lines are out there. You don't put him in tough defensive situations. And he quarterbacks yeah. your second power play. So that's where he's going to provide value is doing that. So I I would hate to see Brett Pesci leave, but if you're trading Brett Pesci, that means you're getting something of quality in return because my guess is that if you're getting Brett Pesci or you're trading Brett Pesci, you might have to add some other pieces with it, but you might be getting a top, top six forward back in return yeah. for that, which I think is something the Carolina Hurricanes need. Now with the cap space they have, they can supplement their defense with someone else you mentioned Don Waddell. That dude makes moves and gets great value in the moves that he makes. If you're trading Brett Pesci and you're getting a top six forward, I'm okay with that move. Here's the thing also that, um, you know, it, it's not all bad when it comes down to Tony D'Angelo, right? We have to remember that he did play a full year with no incident, um, you know, in the Carolina Hurricanes locker room that we know of. And, and when he left, a lot of people loved him and uh, really enjoyed him being there with, as their teammate. Uh, but he also um, he had he could find a, the the back of the net from time to time, right? Mm -hmm. And he was somebody that uh, had that ability. He was you know one of those guys who he's a defenseman with uh, some offensive scoring uh, ability, and sometimes he has outbursts in that. And so uh, if that's going to help the Carolina Hurricanes, also if if they feel like everybody else on that back end, if they could put him in good spots, uh, so he it doesn't get undressed defensively yep. uh, but he could add something to the offense then you know hey you know all power to him if, th if this is what the, the team wants to go with and how they see themselves moving forward uh, then um, you know I'm for it there, there are a few reservations uh, because you know there are some times where he he gave up some some bad goals yeah. you know <laughs> there, we, we've seen that a few times but uh, if they can uh, address those situations and as you said not put them in in bad situations, then you know maybe this is a move that works for the Carolina Hurricanes. He'll need to have a, a quote-unquote stay-at-home defenseman on his left side with him. Yeah. So yeah. he's going to need to have that in order to make sure that he can still contribute offensively and you don't have to worry about getting cooked on the back end. But when he was here in Carolina that one year, put up 51 points. He had 10 goals, 41 assists in 64 yeah. games. He was actually a plus-30 player. 
doesn't yeah. hurt when you're playing alongside Jacob Slavin, uh, who's one of the best defensemen in the entire league. But again, you can you don't have to ask as much of him in terms of five on five situations. I think it's a in terms of on the ice, it's a win. It's a win in my opinion. A lot of questions still to be answered for the Carolina Hurricanes going forward. The draft for the NHL is this Wednesday. Canes have nine picks. They the, the draft is went first round Wednesday. Rounds two through seven is on Thursday. You can have a lot of movement with the with the draft capital and cap space that the Carolina Hurricanes have. They can make a lot of moves, Chris. And this is yeah. the time right now, this week, today, tomorrow, and Wednesday up until the draft. You're going to see a lot of movement of players, I think. Yeah, I got the feeling that, you know, we're going to hear a little bit about what the Carolina Hurricanes are going to do. I mean, there's so much with, you know, 20, what, 21 million in cap space uh, for this upcoming season. Yep. Um, and then also having the nine draft picks. It just it feels like they're in a perfect position, especially as a team that was one of the last four teams um, you know, left in the NHL last year who could still bring back most mm-hmm. of their players. I think 16 of, of their players are still under contract. Uh, for this upcoming season. So you can bring back most of your players and still bring back that team that was second in points in the regular yeah. season in the HL, finished as one of the top four teams, went to the Eastern Conference Final, um, and, and still upgrading so many different positions. I, I just feel like there's going to be a lot of big-time news uh, coming up this week. They still have some needs, including goaltending. They only have one right now. True. They still need to find some goaltending. Your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice. 